All right, so I'm recording. So welcome back everyone to Give Them Their Flowers, a podcast that's about praise and purpose. I vow to give people their flowers while they are still here. It's your girl, Kaylin. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast so far and following um, the Instagram page and just interacting with our posts. Um, The quote that I have for today came from a live that one of my homegirls from back in California posted. And I thought it was so dope and also really, really good for who I have on today because we talk about this constantly. Um, But the quote was, no one can do what you do the way you do it. And that was from my homegirl, Brianna, back in California. Her Instagram name is at Brianna Shanae. Um, That's at B as in boy, R-I-A-N-A-S-H-A-N-A-Y. And, you know, I felt like it really was big enough that Beyonce I always talk about. It's just like, yes, other people can do what you do, but they can't do it the way you do it. So today's guest that we have is our first guest on the show. So I'm really excited. Um, Her name is Tatiana. And um, she is my social media manager and creative director for the podcast and also my personal page and my life in general. Um... I am going to give her her flowers, and the flowers that I'm giving her are for her, um, her, her ability to recreate what she wants her world to look like. A lot of times, people that are her age tend to follow what other people are doing in hopes that it will make them be more well-liked or that more people will accept them for those things, but she's very, very unapologetic in her style, and her posts. Um, who she surrounds herself by, and she's very level-headed for her age, which is surprising because when I was her age, baby, let me tell you something, I was level and headed were not the two words that would have gone together. Um, I also am going to give her flowers because I think that she has found a way to use self-care to build a confidence in her that other young women who may have experienced some of the things that she's experienced would not have done. And I also think that she, her spirit is just extremely sweet. So it allows others to feel as if they can turn to her for advice or just inspiration on how to best take care of yourself, no matter what your situation may be. Um, And she is my baby. I love her. Um, So I'm just going to let her um, start off by introducing herself, what she does. And then I want you to tell everyone how we met and how long we've been friends before we dive into these questions. Okay. Well, firstly, thank you. Um, I'm Tatiana. I am 25 years old. <laughs> I My nine to five is an import account specialist. Not what I want to do, but, you know, it pays the bills. I like taking care of myself, teaching others to take care of themselves. So that's what I'm into. I think Kaylin and I have known each other since I was like 19. And I believe we met on Twitter. Possibly, I think so. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure we met on Twitter. And then the first time we met in person was at Broccoli City Fest when you had your table there, I think. Oh, probably. I met so many people when we were vendoring there that I honestly cannot tell you who I met there. I do not remember who I met there. So that's. I'm happy you said how we met because honestly, I was gonna say, uh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Broccoli City. 
that sounds about right. Also, if you all hear me like go go go, I'm drinking water. Um, I'm trying to get my water intake up, y'all. So just bear with me. So my cards came in. Um, also, Tatiana didn't give herself any like job titles for the other things that she does, but I consider her a digital creator, a content creator, um, a self-care coach. Um, <laughs> I consider her to be a social media manager and just all around like Instagram badass. She's very good at curating um pages in my opinion to fit the aesthetic of what someone's looking for um that is the why i brought her on to do the social media content creation and creative direction for this podcast because i knew that she had something in her that could bring excuse me bring to life the vision that i had and then also she really is tapped into that instagram y'all so she'd be knowing okay <laughs> she's been teaching me things and y'all know i've been working in marketing and digital marketing for a very long time, but baby, Instagram is a different beast. So yeah, I love Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is it's pretty it's pretty dope. So I ordered my cards and they came in the mail, so I was really excited about that. I got the Skin Deep cards. They're called The And, and there are 199 questions to explore the relationships around you. Um, they have a a deal going on that if you buy more than one deck, you get a percentage off. The cards are usually done in person. You're supposed to sit face-to-face with the cards turned down. And you're supposed to go through the entire deck until you run out. It's 199 questions. I don't know. They don't even do that on the YouTube page. So what I've decided to do for my podcast for using these decks, I have the friends one and I have the strangers one because I will have people on here that I may not have an actual, like, established friendship with, but I may know them. Um, I'm going to choose three cards and I will choose them right before we sign on and we will, I will ask the questions and we will both answer them. So obviously Tatiana is going to answer first. These questions sometimes may evoke emotions. It just depends on how you feel. Um, and if you are not comfortable asking a question, you could just say pass. All right. So that's going to be the basis of, um, the show is answering these questions and just really letting the conversation um, organically go where it needs to go based on the question. So the first question is, when did you realize you could trust me? Hmm. That, I think I realized I could trust you when I don't know what what we were doing but I was with you and I think Jasmine and we were at Sydney's dad's restaurant mm-hmm. I think and it was like a party or something and I had never met any of them but you made sure that I was comfortable you made sure that you introduced me to them and like by time the end of the night came I didn't feel so nervous I didn't feel like oh I shouldn't be here I felt comfortable everybody was friendly so I think that's the first time I realized I could trust you because you weren't going to have me in a space where I was uncomfortable and not feeling welcome I remember that you have so many memories that like I would not have thought of unless you had brought them up Ooh, wee, my memory um <laughs> for me I feel like I realized I could trust you. There were a few times, but I think the first time was when Ernest and I had moved into our house and we had like a little 
housewarming get together thing. And I invited people, but I didn't really expect for people to travel. And you were like, oh, I want to come up there. Is it okay if my two friends come? And at first I was like, I don't know her friends now. I don't know about this. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This, depending on what type of people she brings to my house, this will speak volumes. And when you brought um, Tia and Kim up, that's who came mm-hmm. up, right? Um, yep. And just the way they interacted with everyone and just how you all were very like, appreciative of just the little things like us leaving out the towels for you all and stuff like that I was like okay I can trust her to bring the people that she trusts around me so that means that it's okay because that's always a weird thing with friendships is that like you never know if like your friends and like your new friends are gonna mesh well and for yeah. me it was like a friend of a friend and I was yeah. like ooh. and then also I think I knew I could trust you when um whenever I was having like a low point in my life and you and I would talk about things um you would never make it make me feel like um I should know how to handle certain things because of how old I am it was just more so that you would just have like a very unbiased conversation or you would um be like oh I just sent you money for some lunch and that for me is a big thing because like gifts and acts of service are my love language which is really important in friendships um uh, what are your yeah. love languages my love languages are quality time and acts of service. So quality I think it's my first one though. First one. So I mm-hmm. think like it's important for like people to know their friends' love languages because you want to make sure that you can show up for them in the way that they need. So I know like you like to come up here and spend the weekend. You don't care mm-hmm. what we're doing as long as you get to spend time, right? And yeah. for me, I love acts of service. So like any romantic gesture to me, I'm hype. Like, oh, <laughs> you got me what? Or you'll be like, oh, I have an extra Starbucks cup. Do you want it? Yes. I want this extra Starbucks cup because I love Starbucks. Um, so I think that the thoughtfulness in our friendship honestly probably made us trust each other more. Um, yeah. Also, I look at you like a little sister as well. So like you opening up to me about things and then me being able to open up to you about things that normally siblings may not really discuss also made it easier to trust like me being completely transparent with you and you not using that as a way to like weaponize our friendship in any way was just really important to me you have anything you want to add before I move to the next question oh I me Kim and Tia still talked about your little housewarming party it was a great time we had fun (laughs) we were like our first grown-up party because I think we're like I think we're not even 21 yet yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. You had turned 21 because... I had, okay. Because I remember... That's another thing I want to talk about, your 21st birthday. That was like a big, like, boom, <laughs> I matter. Um, is when, for your 21st birthday weekend, your birthday fell on, like, a Friday or a Saturday. And your mm-hmm. parents were coming up there for you all to go out to eat and stuff one day. But I was going to be there, too. And you were like, well, I also want to spend time with you. So me mm-hmm. and you literally... I think we went to, like, Dick Sporting Goods and we, we went <laughs> and then I think we like met up with like silly or something but like it wasn't anything extravagant it was just that you wanted to spend time and I wanted to spend time and that made me happy so I think about like the moments like when we spent New Year's Eve together at Silly Tiles and you was just there or when I would take you to Spoon Tiles you'd be uh-huh. there, and they're like oh this is Tatiana and they're like hey Tatiana and then you would just be immersed into <laughs> everything which is important to me because I like my friends to get along. So 
I knew I could trust you because I could bring you around people. And even though you may not have been in the same age group as us, you still were able to have fun. And it didn't feel like you weren't a part of that group. Right. Because even, I don't know if you remember this, but when you had your study cookout, and I was walking in and I came to give you a hug and I tripped and like fell into the hug. I was so uh-uh. embarrassed. No, you know, nobody made me fit. Nobody <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is a good group of people. Because I was so embarrassed. I was like, I don't know, none of these people. And I just fell. <laughs> but it, it was Yeah, fun. I did not remember that you fell. No, I that remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't forget because you were like, I thought these people. And no one, I'm pretty sure that no one remembers that but you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Um, I, I do remember that, like, by the end of the day, everyone was hot, sweaty, and greasy. That's what I do remember. Yeah. It was a mess, but it was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think another big trust thing for me was that when I had got really, really sick, um, I could talk to you about what was going on, but that wasn't the basis of all of our conversations. And when I would talk to you about things like, I'm tired of people asking me how I'm feeling. I wish I could just talk about blah, blah, blah. You would be able to give me sound advice or you would say, you know, we don't have to talk about that. We could talk about something else. And I think that like showed me that I can trust you with even my most vulnerable moments because you're not going to force me to talk about things I don't want to talk about. Um, You're going to still hold me accountable for things, of course, but I feel like so far in our friendship and the bond that we've built, I know that if I'm really like going through something and I don't want to be questioned about every single detail I know I could just hit you up and be like can I vent and then after I vent like can we talk about something else yeah and I think I'm able to do that because I learned a lot from you as far as how to communicate with people Mm -hmm. um just learning that people saying hey right now I don't want to talk about this or I don't want to talk at all and not taking that personally made it so that I was able to hear you out and you know talk about things that you wanted to wanted to talk about instead of what I wanted to talk about um so I think that's why I'm able to communicate with you because you taught me a lot about boundaries and being comfortable with people and yeah so I think that's why I'm able to do it okay the next question is do you want the happy question or do you want the it's not a sad question but it is gonna force you to think about something sad I'll do that one first the the sad one okay what's the pain in me you'd like to heal the pain in you Mm -hmm. I know so I know this a lot this is something both of us struggle with but I noticed that a lot of the times you give everyone their flowers but when it comes to people giving you your flowers it's sometimes you're like oh it's nothing I would have done it anyway or I'm just doing this sometimes there's moments where you can downplay that and you shouldn't be because you are so talented. And like I've said a few minutes ago, you have taught me so much and I'm so appreciative of that. 
And I think that I would just like to take the self-doubt out and just put all that confidence, all your greatness in there, replace it so that even when you may feel like, hey, mm, I don't know about this, or I could have done better, that you know you did your best, and that what you put out is always great, always beautifully done. You do everything with intention. I admire that because as an Aries, I'm very impulsive, and I just put it out and be like, they, they, they just gonna have to like it because I like it. <laughs> but yeah, Gabby, Gabby, I think you and Gabby oh. have the same birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, I think either y'all have the same birthday or you're born a day apart. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, <laughs> I just, I just want you to really up yourself more. Like you're good at it, but you could be better at it. So I think. And the reason why I said for you all who are like, why did she bring up Gabby? Gabby said something today in the community journaling, which is every Sunday at noon on my mm-hmm. IG live. Um, she said that whatever I put out, y'all gonna like it and deal with it. Um, and like that energy, that impulse, I don't really consider it impulsive. I just consider you guys very confident because Ernest is the same way. He's very like, I don't need people to always tell me that like I'm getting something. This is what, this is what I got right I always I always say validate yourself that's what I've been telling myself lately because who cares if people don't like it that's the truth that (laughs) is the truth um and I like that you see that in me because I do agree that I can doubt doubt myself a lot and that just comes from my own trauma and how I've attached certain things that have experiences that have happened in my life where I you know, thought I was doing something right and then it went dangerously wrong or I didn't get the 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 affirmation or the validation that I shouldn't mm-hmm. have gotten. So that like trickles over into what I am now. And I do believe you. I think that like self-doubt, like if you could replace that self-doubt with that actual like confidence, like so many other things around me probably would change. Yeah. And it would probably be easier for me to really like understand like my power and understand like how I'm really impacting the community because I get it but I only get it when I allow myself to feel a portion of the compliment or when a student like it takes a student to email me to say oh you are a great professor for me to believe I was a great professor right so I totally agree like that is something that I do struggle with and I know that everyone struggles with that in their own way um, yeah. But contrary to popular belief, I be having to work overtime to try to channel this Beyonce energy because I'm very quick to like doubt myself, even with the podcast, I'm not even going front, going to be transparent. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I only have 23 listens so far. This podcast is going to be trash. Now, mind nope. you, I've podcasted before, so I know how this goes. But for me, that that self-doubt still creeps up as if like, should have should I really be doing this? Um, do people actually find value in what I'm doing instead of realizing that if I found value in it, then that's really all that matters. And even if you only have those 23 listens, those 23 listens are being reached by what you have to put out. And that's more than what it was before. That's a very, very, very true thing. So now I'm going to answer the question. So the question was for those who um, may have forgotten is what's the pain in me you'd like to heal so what's the pain in Tatiana I'd like to heal um and I think about this all the time only because like for those who know me personally you all know that I am very like there's a few things that I don't play about 
I say this all the time. And like, <laughs> it's like Ernest and like my friends. And when it comes to like my friends, especially my friends that I look at as siblings, um, I become very like emotionally invested in their progress as people because I don't want them to feel alone or isolated or anything like that. And what I would want to heal in you is I would really want to heal um, whatever it is in you that makes you think that you can't be be independent. And I say that because at times I get worried that you think that because your independence doesn't look like maybe some of your friends or other people that you know's independence, that it's not real and that you don't have the same skills or the same abilities as other people because you may not be in the same positions they are in their life or you may not be thinking about the same things as them or your life may be going down a different path than them. And for me, like, it would really bring me joy to be able to, like, provide you with whatever I gotta do crystals oils whatever sprinkling you down with some basil <laughs> I don't know for you to realize that like you are extremely independent even when you don't think you are and that your independence is solely based upon what it is that you're trying to achieve it's not based upon what other people deem as this is what you should have at 25 or you should know how to do this at 25 or you should be living here at 25 or doing this or had this job and make this much money like those things don't matter and I'm hoping that my way of trying to help you heal that is just being transparent with you about everything down to my finances because a lot of times people are very secretive about those things and I have mm -hmm. no problem letting you know girl I just overdressed my account three months ago and I would tell you how I got out of it and how I'm never gonna have it happen again because I know that I didn't really have a lot of people to tell me that me and my friends were all in the same age group we were learning at the yeah. same time right so we didn't really have a lot of older people we had older people in our lives but they weren't being extremely transparent and that's their personal preference but for me since I can't like go in and pull that out of you like no, get off of her. She don't need this on her. <laughs> I try to be transparent with you as much as possible about anything. And I hope that with you and then all of my other younger friends and, and blessed siblings that they feel comfortable enough to come to me and say, hey, I fucked up. Like, I did this thing. I, I messed up. I don't know how to get out of this situation. What should I do? Instead of feeling like they have to carry the burden by themselves or to doubt themselves and saying like, I must not be ready to be independent for real because I didn't balance my checkbook right this month. So I hope that made sense. It does. And I just want to let you know that I do value your transparency because when I'm like a, something I struggle with a lot is comparing myself to others, especially people the same age as me, including my friends. And it's hard for me to not to be like, well, that friend is on their own doing wonderful and you're still living at home what are you doing with your life but because I'm able to talk to you about it I don't feel as different like it's it's like it affirms that I am on the right path I'm doing what I need to do and it's going to look different from everyone else's doesn't mean anyone's better or worse off I just have to focus on me and that I will get to where I need to be. And I am independent. I may not be independent like so-and-so, but I'm independent like Tatiana and that's enough. So yeah. I really appreciate having you um, and having you teach me 
because I don't think that's like you said I don't think a lot of people my age get that so I do appreciate that yeah and I appreciate you allowing me to be that transparent with you because even when I talk to like Jasmine and stuff about like oh remember we used to always have to do x y and z and rob Peter to pay Paul like that stuff is real and that stuff still happens to this day especially with the pandemic going on um a lot of people are going to start experiencing extreme financial hardships and it's okay to be transparent and be like you know what I only have two dollars and 62 cents in my account right now and to be quite honest I don't know when my next check is coming in so I need to reach out to a friend and ask to borrow money for groceries right Mm -hmm. I, I, I want people to understand that like no one has it all figured out and for me transparency with your loved ones is the best policy because you never know what they may be afraid to speak simply because they don't want to be judged by you Mm -hmm. or someone else so if you are in a position to pour into someone's life and and allow them to pour back into your life the transparencies and the hardships that they're experiencing you all can really heal each other and really just be transparent and honest like it took a lot for me to ask for help when I was sick and that was simply because the only person I would depend on was Ernest. But when it came to the point where Ernest and I both needed help, I didn't know what to do because I was so used to being able to just turn to Ernest when I needed Ernest or maybe Jasmine. That was really like the only other person I would go to. But as I realized, like I had to be able to go to you or go to other friends or other family members or even people who may not know me personally but who have Mm -hmm. offered their help to me and not feel as if I am lacking but realizing that me being able to ask for support shows a sign of abundance right so when we think about abundance we always think about abundance I got money I got money like Mm -hmm. yeah you got the bag but like your abundance can be in support it can be in friendships it can be in love it can be in health it can be in all of these things. And I feel like having an, having an abundance of support of people who are really effectively able to support you in different ways in your life is just really crucial and important. Yeah, it's really important. I just started realizing that even though my finances aren't where they should be and um, I may need help sometimes, that I'm still abundant in other areas, like you said, friendships, my knowledge, health. There's so much more that I have within me and even my resources that are just as good to have. So I'm glad that I'm coming into that and realizing that it's not all about money and not all about buying nice things and realizing that what I need, I already have. And if I want to add a little bit of extra stuff, that's okay. But it shouldn't be my only thing that I'm doing. Exactly. So the last question is, what is it about me that makes you think I understand you? Well, I know um, definitely we have the same sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I feel like a lot of the things that we laugh at, most people would be like, that's not funny, girl. Like, exactly. They're like, that's so, inappropriate. Like, <laughs> so that's definitely one thing. And I also think, I think we're like very similar in a lot of ways. You're just like an older version of me and I'm a younger version of you. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I think because we share a lot of the same interests and you have more knowledge about some of the interests, when I start wanting to learn about something, you never hesitate to let me know what you know. And it's never overwhelming when you're sharing stuff with me. I always feel like, I just feel like I'm gaining a lot. And I, I feel like I don't, I don't have another relationship like that with my friends. I feel like it's either we're already at the same like we have the same understanding but I feel like I can learn from you not that I can't learn from the, my friends that are the same age as me but the fact that you're able to teach me and I listen to you that's a big deal because again <laughs> you don't listen to nobody I don't like to listen and people will just tell me so much stuff and then I'll do whatever I want anyway and I'll be like well girl then why did you ask and I said why did you tell should know this is all that. <laughs> but I, I think it's a really big sign that you understand me because I listen for the most part. I listen mm-hmm. and like follow through with the things you tell me and the advice you give. So yeah, that's my answer. I hope that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Oh, it makes sense. Um we know there's a lot of a lot of little babies on here that don't like to listen, okay? <laughs> um I'm one of them at times as well. Um, so the question was, what is it about Tatiana that makes me think that she understands me? So that way we know who's saying what. Um, I think that you listening to me when I set boundaries on things that I don't want to talk to you about no more is <laughs> a prime example that you're actually listening to me. So if you are talking to me about a specific person who would not name, and I said, after my birthday, I don't ever want to hear about this person again, unless mm-hmm. it's like an update that this person has is gone. It was months. I hadn't heard about this person. And then I got my update. This person is gone. And I was like, great. Because a lot, a lot of times when I tell people, like, I don't want to hear about something, I don't know if they think I'm joking, but then they can bring it up again. And I'm like, I literally just told you I don't want to talk about this. Um, another thing is that you like, I don't even know how to explain it, but, like, you really pay attention to my likes and dislikes of actual, like, things, so, like, when you are, like, sending me stuff on Instagram, or, like, when we go places or whatever, like, you kind of already have an idea of, like, what I would want or what I would like, which lets me know that you're paying attention to me, especially when it comes to, like, clothes like I'm like oh I don't really know blah, blah, blah. you're like oh no I think you would like this or like if you'll if like let's say you know our joint mama because I share her mom like we'll buy you something <laughs> and you'll be like I think you'll like this or like when I sent you the, the, the car diffusers and you're like my mama bought 35 of these I'll send you some so like you you already having like an idea of like what I would be interested in which lets me know that you understand me and then also like when you come to visit or when you come to hang out, your expectations of what we're, we, what we're going to be doing are always just like right on point with what I actually want to do. Um, it's never like, oh, well, I'm at Richmond for the weekend. I thought we were going to be going club hopping and doing this. And I'm like, now you know damn well. I was <laughs> well not not a club, I'm not a club hopper, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh, I thought we were going to go to an amusement park now. How is that even possible? <laughs> No. <laughs> um, yeah, and I also think another way that for sure I know you understand me is that when I became disabled, I felt like you, and some of my other friends too, but I felt like you 
really made an effort to understand what ableism looked like and you really made an effort to understand how it impacted me and you try to make sure that whatever activities we do or when you send me different things it's something that you know that I can physically handle and you're very like gentle and like um gentle with me when it comes to like anything physical that I may not be able to do so if I'm like oh I try to do yoga today and I was only able to only do like 10 minutes of it and you're like oh that's okay like you know that was really good like you're very good at like encouraging me so that's how I know you understand me because you don't make me feel uncomfortable for like the things that have changed about me because when you first met me I was in the streets wilding I was a completely different person <laughs> my body was different everything was different but now like you've seen me go through an extreme illness and almost like dying stuff and then then like being able to go into remission so you've kind of like you've kind of like been there with the ebb and flows and you've mm -hmm. understood that like there's been highs and lows and they have been very understanding um which is important because I feel like in a lot of friendships people assume that because they have a friend who may be considered, and I hate this, the strong friend, um, I hate that whole phrase. I, yeah. <laughs> I have thoughts on that. But um, friends that are usually very, like, independent, dominant, the boisterous one in the group, the go-getter or whatever that may mean, they seem that they don't, they, they don't have moments of weakness or they don't need people to be gentle with them. But you already tell me all the time, I'm just a big baby. Like, I'm a giant baby and... People need to understand that, like, yes, I can be boisterous, but, like, ah, I'm more of a baby. I'm a boisterous baby. Like, <laughs> I'm very sensitive. Boss baby. Things hurt my... Yeah, I'm a boss baby. Exactly. Like, Ernest, we call me the boss baby. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, can, I can be very... I'm very sensitive to my needs and also the needs of others. And I think that you do a very got, good job of, like, understanding that about me. Well, thanks. Yeah, let me the first time when when you first told me, hey, uh, after this date, we ain't talking about it no more, I was like, oh, how dare she? I was like, oh my gosh, she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And then I was like, no, she's just setting a boundary. Yeah, so, like, you, you doing that kind of got me started on boundary setting because I was like, it's okay to tell people. I understand this, but I don't want to talk about it. Or exactly, give me some time. Or it's okay to do that. So when he, at first when he did that, I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But it it actually helped me grow because boundary setting is something I'm also working on. So. Me too. And um, contrary to popular belief, having to tell you that was very hard for me because I was like, if I tell her this, there's a chance that she's going to not feel comfortable talking to me about anything else. And I was like, if that happens, I'd be heartbroken because I feel like we yeah. lost this relationship and it would really be hard for me to not have that level of transparency in our friendship. But I knew that that specific relationship that you were ending, I, I could see from a mile away that it was unhealthy. But in the past, I had been in situations where I've had friends that I've loved very dearly who were dating somebody or dealing with a breakup and it was just extremely toxic and when I was extremely boisterous about how I felt about it repeatedly mm -hmm. it put a wedge in our friendship some friends we didn't speak for years and you know we had to remend our friendship and then there's other friends where like it literally had to come to me approaching the the partner and being like it's time for you oh. to fall back mm -hmm. 
and that's a that's a that was a big lesson for me to understand that like hey this is not your place to do that but what you can do is you can set a boundary that you don't want to talk about this because this can go left real fast so for me I was very nervous but I knew that if I did not do that I would become resentful or annoyed with the fact that why does she keep bringing this to my doorstep when I've Mm -hmm. already told her 3,000 times this is what she should do (laughs) yeah and it you doing that gave me the space and time to sit back and listen to what you had said and how I was feeling and process it in a timely manner, not feel like I have to rush my decision or or anything like that. So it it was for the best. You yeah, I think that. it was because I think it was I, I would have kept bringing it up until I felt like I had like a secure answer instead of taking what you had already told me and sitting with it and seeing what I wanted to do from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I also think that it forced me to learn how to not um, become codependent on you needing me to show up for you in that big sister role when you're dealing with a breakdown or a breakup in a relationship which is something that I struggle with, especially with people that I look at as like siblings or like younger siblings, I'll find myself like kind of like inserting myself in their life because I'm trying to protect them, not realizing that I'm also doing more harm because you have to learn how to do these things. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to heal your in, this, this feeling of not being independent in you, then I have to realize that I cannot block you from being independent. Even if your idea of independence isn't my idea of independence, right? Even though when I was your age, I was married by then. So my situation Mm -hmm. is completely different. When I was dealing with the things that you were dealing with, I was way younger. So I was completely in a different headspace. You're a grown adult dealing with a grown adult relationship. I had never experienced that. So for me, you know, it it was difficult, but it forced me to learn a few things that if I truly love someone like I say I do, and I know that they are struggling with something and there's nothing that I can do about it in a healthy way, then I need to set a boundary for myself, but also for them. And that also I need to hold space for them that when they come to their conclusion of what they want to do to be understanding, I may not agree with it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't love you through it. Right. So. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> and I think that was, a, that was like the first situation where we had, like, that kind of conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think before that, I hadn't really gone through anything like mm-hmm. that while we were friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and that was also your first like relationship while we had been friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, because when we when we first started hanging out and stuff, you were single. So like it was different. And then also it was the, the beginning of the friendship was fun. We were talking about deep stuff, but then as we started to get closer and started to become more transparent, that's when you got into your relationship. And then when that relationship had ended the way that it did, I had already created such a bond with you that it was just like, I will literally go spray his house with the four, four, not <laughs> realistic. Do not call the police. I'm going right. four, four. But like, that's just how I felt. But I had to also realize that like, I don't have to be raw, raw, raw like behind my friends I can still like show up for them and let them know that like I'm TTG like I'm trained to go but 
ostrich those mm-hmm. different boundaries that come with that um right. and it forces me to also understand that like i have to let people be adults like i can't force my own thoughts and opinions and experiences and project onto you what you should do with your life all i can do is try to give you sound advice and then that's it and then leave it and allow you to pick from that what you need because everything that i give you advice on is not going to necessarily be beneficial to you it just may not be it may be like you know what Mm, i get what she's saying it's really valuable but this doesn't really fit into my life right Mm -hmm. now just like the, the advice that you give me, it may not be beneficial in that moment, but maybe some years down the line, I'd be like, you know what? Oh, right. <laughs> and sometimes I've learned, especially in our friendship, is that like silent advice works as well. So you may not say something directly to me, but you may make a post on Instagram or something that aligns with whatever I got going on that I haven't even talked to you about or things mm-hmm. that we've talked about in the past that everyone like deals with. Um, like your post that you posted the other day, I was like, dang, you just coming for me because it was just a post talking about self-doubt, which is something that we all deal with. Like, it's not just something I deal with, but we all deal with it. But yeah. it's just, it's like that friendly reminder um, that like you can be a friend in many different ways. You can, you know, show up for your friend in many different ways. Um, and the ways that you show up for your friends really dictates if you understand them and if you're listening Mm -hmm. to them, because like, if I would not have set that boundary, I'm not sure where or what our friendship would look like now. Right. Um, Because it kind of forced both of us to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh my goodness. How dare she like feeling me so weird. (laughs) Then I was like, like, then I had to be like, she is not, doing this out of harm she's doing it out of love and you do need to uh be quiet and sit back okay just relax so it was actually very helpful so i totally agree so now that we've done our conversation which i hope you all enjoy um all the other conversations are going to be similar to this so for you all who um are just tuning in and really want a good idea of how the podcast will go It'll be like this. I do want you all to be aware that I will not just be doing questions like this with friends. I have the strangers deck as well. So I will be pulling these same similar type of cards, 199 questions, which means I'm gonna have a lot of, we got a lot of time here. Um, and the next person, the next guest that I'm gonna have is also someone that's like a sibling to me. So we're gonna have back-to-back episodes of like the sibling love um but this person is going to be it's going to be a reversal because they're older than me um so I go to them for a lot of advice on things and they have poured into me in a way that's just like unbelievable so now I want to go ahead and give some flowers so since I have a guest I'm going to give some flowers to someone and I'm going to let her give some flowers to someone um and we will shout them out on the give them their flowers instagram well tatiana will be doing that because she (laughs) is the social media manager clearly um but i'm going to be giving my flowers this week to gabby hickman that is her instagram name g-a-b-b-y hickman m-o-n not m-a-n um and the reason why i'm giving gabby her flowers is not because of all these amazing things that she does because Sis is really out here snatching edges right and left. 
I'm giving her her flowers because she has no problem being herself in any arena and she has no problem not necessarily reinventing herself but introducing the world to different parts of who she is right and I think that is something that we can all admire because a lot of times we hide parts of ourselves that we're afraid to show other people and sometimes the parts aren't even that crazy it's just like you also like to watch anime or you also know how to crochet but you don't really want to tell nobody because I'm not that good (laughs) at crocheting like people may be really interested in the fact that you be out here crocheting right so for her I have yet to see her do something that wasn't a wow factor to me um I've known her for a few years now we met once and when we met just hearing her talk about her story and just what she she was working on her first book Sunny at that time she was preparing to to publish it like it was ready she showed me it like I was very honored to have been shown a copy of it um and ever since then I've just watched her really show us different parts of herself um in such beautiful ways and it's different every single time. Like you never know what to expect. And that's what I love about her. And I really want to give her her flowers because I'm not sure if you all are aware, but y'all need to run you run her her money. Like if you want to learn how to really brand yourself in a way that leaves room for so many things and so many wonders, she's the person that you should be consulting with because she's able to pull different parts of herself out and create these different magnitudes of work, whether it is written work, podcasting, um, giving talks about branding, colors, names. Um, academically, she's extremely brilliant. Um, whether it's just her creating a workshopping space for people to feel comfortable enough to open themselves up to her. Um, and the best thing about Gabby is that Gabby is not one of those people where it feels like you can't contact her about things or that you can't book her for things. So it's just very important for you all to understand that this woman deserves all the flowers because Mm -hmm. she is very good at what she does and all her accolades speak for themselves. But what I admire most about her is how she's able to take different parts of herself and introduce them in a way that nobody else would ever thought of but her. And it goes with our quote this week, like, no one can do what you do the way you do it. Like, and that's just on period. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Tati. So I want to give flowers to Kayla Lee Mills. That's her Instagram name. I have never met her in person, but we have been following each other for a while on Instagram. And what I admire about her, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. (laughs) Okay. What I admire about her is that, so she is a fitness trainer. I believe she worked for a fashion brand before the COVID pandemic. And she also has a custom tie-dye business. The custom tie-dye business didn't come until after she was let go from her nine to five. And she shared all of the process of that in her story. She wasn't afraid to be vulnerable. And it's like you talked about before, she wasn't afraid to say, I don't have this, so I'm asking for help. Um, so 
I just want to give her flowers because she, I can see that she does a lot and she shares when she's not feeling great, but I never see her not following through with what she said she's going to do. So I really admire that about her. So I wanted to give her her flowers. I will definitely make sure I go follow her and we will be honoring these two lovely people on our page this week once the episode has dropped um, so you all can find their information as well. As always, 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 if you have any questions, because I don't have any questions that were sent to me, um, but if you all have any questions, please be sure to um, email them to gttfpodcast at gmail.com. For those who are wondering, when does the podcast come out? Every other Wellness Wednesday. So the next episode after this one will come out on June 3rd. Um, and I have all of my guests lined up all the way until March of 2021. Your girl's organized, okay? Yeah. Uh, as always, make sure you channel your Beyonce energy. Bye. Bye.